Hello, scary dolls. Hello. Hi. We are here <laughs> in the new studio. Brand new studio. Mm-hmm. Drew got a new house, so there's a new studio, and yes. it's awesome. I love it. It's nice and cozy, mm-hmm. and even like the tables are like nice and soft. He yeah, put, like, blankets you put blankets on him. I love I it. No, I just want to take a nap. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And we are Scary Not Scary Podcast. Yay! We remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. We're on it. Mm-hmm. We're on it today. I feel like so far away from you though now. <laughs> I, have my, I have my own corner. <laughs> I'm so used to like us being so like close together and now I'm just like... I feel so separated. I can can see y'all now. And then also, I don't have my back towards the wall. True. And I'm really happy about that. True. He did good. (laughs) He did good on placing us. I'm placed on the same spot, so I feel good. (laughs) Yeah, because before I was like, Looking by, like constantly looking behind me because I don't like having my back. But that old house had that little door that would open by itself. Oh, the little closet. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I don't feel like I need to bring um, holy water to this place anymore because it (laughs) it seems so fresh. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're gonna kind of dirty it up a little. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a little squirt bottle that has holy water in it, so I can just good. And it goes. I know. Uh, I'm still I'm okay look this is what happened to me this past week it's been a week I lost my debit card the guy at Starbucks didn't give it back to me and he didn't put it in the safe I don't know what he did with it luckily nobody like he didn't spend anything on it (laughs) I don't know whatever I got my new card today now I have to like put my new debit card into everything that subscribed to it Mm, and I'm literally in my mind like what am I subscribed to (laughs) Because you forget. For sure, it was Disney Plus. Because this morning I was trying to turn it on for the baby, and I was like, Where's Disney Plus? <laughs> we need Disney that. Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, Pornhub, whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, like me and Tim split like a lot of like like the Netflix and oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. we split all that. But I'm like, What? What? Am, what do I subscribe to again? <laughs> yeah. Good thing I, I don't pay for that. Thanks, John. <laughs> I use his login. I know for sure I do Disney and Hulu. Because the bundle. But now I'm like, did I do it right? Did I do the... I don't know. It's whatever. And then you have to remember all your passwords. Yeah. I try to use the same one all the time, but then sometimes I'm like... I don't use them. Do you want to know what happened on the way over here? I was so mad. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so, so stupid. So I like Tim checked them out today. My card came in and there's a little sticker on the card that says to activate your card and change your pin, go to the website or the mobile app. I was like, that's so stupid because before they gave us like a 1-800 number, we call mm-hmm. it, activate the card, and then we change the pin. Mm-hmm. They didn't give me that. So then I'm there online and I'm like trying to log in, trying to figure out how to do it because it doesn't tell me like where in the site to go to activate my card. So I'm like, this is so stupid. So I'm trying to log into my account. It won't let me log in. So then I have to like re-verify myself. Then I have to answer all these questions and then do my social and all this stupid stuff. Right. Change the password. Try logging in again. That password's not working. So I try to log into the app and it's like you've tried to log in too many times. So now my um, now my now my account is locked. So tomorrow morning I have to call the bank and be like, hey, yo, it was me like trying to get in. Oh, my God. So So I went ahead and went back on the site and I searched activate my debit card and it was all call this 1-800 number. So they put a sticker, go to the website so that the website can tell you, you call this call number. It's so stupid. Bitch. If you could see my face right now, 
<laughs> There's I fire coming out of my ears. <laughs> There's fire in your eyeballs. Oh, my <laughs> God. There's, like, fire like this. Now they're oh making everything so, so difficult. It's so annoying. Like, bitch, let me just con. Yeah, so when in. we got here, when we got here, I was literally, like, on my phone, and I felt bad because Drew's like, oh, you're, like, really into your phone right now. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> this is what's going on. <laughs> you don't understand my life right now. I don't even care right now. I'm like, whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm done. No That's more. I was stressed this eating. This is our way to unwind. We literally spent 10 minutes before recording just eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was the best because I've been dieting all week. Same. Well, except for yesterday. Well, except for yesterday, too. <laughs> well, I'm going to use today as my cheat day. Yeah. I had rolls yesterday. You I had bread. Mm. I had bread. Mm, I love Texas Roadhouse rolls. That's where we went. Well, I told oh, Tim, I was like, rolls. Well, today's like, going to be like our cheat day. Can we have pizza? He's like, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. I love everything. All that fatty good stuff. He's probably going to order thin crust. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very Jeez. proud of him. He's been very supportive of this of my diet. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing it too, but his is a little bit different because he doesn't need to lose weight. He's already yeah. thin. Yeah. So he's doing more like of a protein. Like he's adding more protein to his diet, and then like he's just making healthier choices, so it could be easier for me. Because girl, like if it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah. Same. Same. I'm like a vacuum. I can't I see it on the men counter. Can lose weight so easy though. I know. Like John will be like, okay, I gotta lose five pounds before my competition, and he'll start. The day before or two days before, you lose it. I'm like, what the fuck? Kind like, of shit is this? Rude. I know. Oh my god. Fucking rude. Mm-mm. Hate men. Something happened to me. Okay, so we haven't recorded in what, like a week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I went to Amarillo. That's why. Oh, we, yeah. That's why we didn't record because oh, I was in Amarillo, and um, we went through their downtown area, and I passed by that apartment complex. You did? Yes, I did. We didn't get off because it was really late at night, and it was like um, raining a little bit. Oh. Yeah, but we passed by, and my uncle's like, "Yeah, look, there's your there's your building," and I was like, "What?" And then Tim's like, "Yeah, that's your black eyed kids building," and I looked, and then there's a hobo laying down in the front step. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's all black eyed hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It's a huge building. And really? it's still abandoned. Yeah. Oh wow. No thanks. Oh, we should camp out. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm already the one that said the idea for this Friday. Oh yeah. Oh so very proud of you. Okay, look. Yeah, me too. Ashley, we're like she's slowly crossing over into the dark side. <laughs> and this was all her idea. She's like, look, she like messaged us. She's like, look, guys, I have this idea and I can't believe we're saying this. I'm saying this, and this is coming out of my mouth. But let's mm-hmm. go ghost hunting. And she's like, and we should probably do it before I back out. Like, okay, next week. I was like, because I'm I'm brave right now. But I it got was some like, courage. Not ghost hunting like with like a group of professionals like ghost hunting on by ourselves yeah so like we literally just go out with our cameras and stuff and see what happens yeah (laughs) so we've got okay what we're gonna do first is we're gonna do haunted roads first right isn't that what we said yeah or like little like locations like what didn't we say like some of the stuff from our first episode like some places oh yeah yeah (gasps) right i can totally take you to that stream club It's you want to go to Ashley's Road? <laughs> I know. And the bridge. Devil's Bridge. But what if something happens? Because I'm my name's Ashley. Well, that's why I said, why don't we just like drive through the haunted roads instead of getting off since it's our first time doing it. But I mean, if you want to be brave, I'm down for that too. We could just like leave the doors open and of the Jeep and then get off and then run back in. The guys are going to be with <laughs> us. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pick, if something happens, just leave us here. <laughs> 
Hell I no. told them, I was like, don't let me drive because I will drive us home. <laughs> True. No, she, you're just going to be driving around like San Antonio. Like, this is us ghost hunting. Like, Yay, ghost hunting. <laughs> Not getting anywhere near anything scary. <laughs> We're just going around 410. Like, in like a huge Circles. circle. We're going to get off on 35, 281, back on 10, then 410. Oh, like, where the hell are you taking us? Why we got We're so driving many highways? <laughs> We're just oh, uh, passing we so by. many highways? <laughs> San yeah. Antonio is literally just like a big circle. Literally. Yeah, like just True. a big, huge circle. That's mm-hmm. all it is. That's and our 410 city. goes all the way around it. Is it 410? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 410. 410 literally just takes us all the way around San Antonio. So if y'all want to come to San Antonio. Get on 410. Get on 410. <laughs> get your ass on there. Oh my god. So this week we are going to be discussing haunted movie sets. Haunted movie Super sets. Super And I had really fun with my research. I had so much fun. I started I learned about a lot. It. I know did. me too. I had a dream about it last night. I'm not going to lie. Me too. Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. I didn't fall asleep like 2 in the morning because I was doing some last minute like, you know me. Yeah. Last <laughs> minute shit. So. I do. I do that too though. And then like. Um, I'll do like last minute stuff, like look up last minute stuff, and then I'll read everything I wrote down so that way I could kind of remember what I wrote down. Yeah. And then um, I don't know, I had a dream about it last night. Yeah. Same. Wow. I tried to block mine after I researched it. <laughs> block it from block it your from mind? my mind, <laughs> your phone, <laughs> from all your both. topic. <laughs> yeah. I was like right. I was like at. Hopefully no one from my work hears this, but I was at work and I was doing the research and um, I was looking at it and I was like hardcore, like just going, writing mm-hmm. things. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Like putting this down. And then after that, I was like, OK, I'll do it one more time. And I read it. And then I was like, OK, I'm good. I'm done. And I, closed it. <laughs> I was like, no more. <laughs> you close it. You put a holy water on top mm-hmm. and a rosary and that's it. And it stayed there until today. <laughs> Where you opened it. Yeah, so we decided to do haunted movie sets um, because there's obviously like a lot of these movies are based off of true stories. And Mm -hmm. then also, too, a lot of it reminded me of like if you manifest it in your mind, it can happen in real life. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, so I'm really excited to hear what you got, what you girls got. I am not excited for Gatos at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> no, it's so I'm excited okay, for it. Mind. I'm excited for <laughs> it. You know why? Because I've never researched that. Like oh, I love I've this heard movie. I've heard and yeah. like briefly heard stuff about that movie set, but I've never like fooled in like researched. Oh, yeah. I've never dove in. So I'm like really excited to see what this you found. This one is like crazy nuts. It's crazy corn. Okay. I'm ready. Go for it. Let's get this party started. Who's first? You. Oh, shit. <laughs> so mine is... Ready, Ashley? Yes. The Exorcist. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the Exorcist. Love this movie. Um, <laughs> you said it so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this movie came out in 1973. So um, it was like... Very controversial, this movie, because it had, like, Catholic rituals in it, and it was sure to turn heads. You know what I mean? I'm just mm. kidding. No mm. pun intended. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, after many strange occurrences, um, people became convinced that the movie set and the movie itself was cursed by a demon. So, here's a few things that um, I found that happened. This movie is closely connected to several real-life demises. 
So the actor Jack McGrowan and the actress Vasiliki, I can not say these names, I'm sorry, Malaris, they both passed away shortly after filming the movie. So um, McGrowan passed away of the flu and Melidos passed away of natural causes. Also, Linda Blair's grandfather, Max von Sydow's brother, passed away during the production of the movie. The son of Mercedes Cambridge, she's the lady that voiced the demon, you know, for the movie. So her son killed his wife and his two daughters, and then he killed himself. What? So that happened. Holy shit. Yeah. So a total of nine people associated with the movie passed away violently, mysteriously, or right after filming. Oh, my God. Not only was the movie set cursed, but people... People involved with the movie. So this went beyond the movie. So one of the other things that happened is the McNeil house. Mm -hmm. So the house that they were filming the movie in. So it burned down during the filming, the set. The set burned down. So the interior of the home McNeil house caught on fire during the shoot. So there was like a six-week delay. And it started because a pigeon flew into a circuit box. Which is so random. So this pigeon flew into a circuit box and it ignited, um, wiped out the whole set except for Reagan's room. So Reagan is the possessed girl. Oh, So everything burned down except her room. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So you know what? They had to call a priest. So they called a priest and the priest actually went and blessed the set. So the cast and the crew could kind of um, feel somewhat at ease. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but when all this shit is going on, I'm, a priest blessing your house is not going to. Yeah. I don't feel like, I mean, a set is really going to help. I don't I mean, know. I mean, it can set it, some boundaries, though. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been smarter if they did it before, before they started before. filming. But yeah. how would they know all this was going to happen? Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, I would think that if they're going to go into, like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, there's some directors and producers and writers out there that aren't. They don't believe in that stuff or aren't religious, you know what I mean? But no, they just want to get a good, like, scare out of people. I would. I'd put my foot down and be like, I'm not (laughs) stepping on there until it's blessed. Yep. (laughs) Mm -mm. So there's been also multiple injuries. Ellen Burstein, she played Chris McNeil, the mom of Reagan. So she suffered for permanent spinal injury while filming. So the scream that you see in the movie, it's actually her screaming. So that's why it sounds so real. So there's a scene where Chris is thrown across the room by the possessed daughter. So they were using a harness. And in that take, the harness like jerked her back violently. Uh And she fell hard on her coccyx. And so she got permanent damage. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. It's pretty scary. Also... You know, there's quite a bit. Let me see. <laughs> While filming one of the possession scenes, Linda, I guess she's Reagan, was thrown out of the bed. Um, and then a piece of ridging broke, causing her to injure her back. So she also injured her back. Then she started to receive death threats. Oh. So many death threats that the studio had to hire bodyguards to escort her the next six months. So a lot of people were sending her death threats death threats because they were saying that this film glorified satan and they they weren't into that i guess back then i mean nobody's into that but yeah back then there wasn't a movie that controversial 
also uh, in one of the showings, one woman passed out. There, there was a lot of people that would pass out during the movie, the first the showings, and that would throw up. They started passing out like barf bags because people were throwing up so much with this movie. Um, so one woman passed out at a screening and she broke her jaw. <gasps> so that what? happened. Yes. That happened in one of the places. Um, one also, uh, one of the first showings, this happened in Rome, Italy. The theater was located between two churches where they were showing this exorcist movie. And during the viewing, a massive 400-year-old cross was struck by lightning. Um, and then it fell right in the middle of the plaza. So this 400-year-old cross that had never fallen before... <laughs> Fell, got struck by lightning and fell when that movie was showing. Where was this at? In Rome. That's even, oh, wow. that's even yeah. like. In Rome. In yeah. Rome, they're showing this movie where they freaking <clears throat> have the Vatican and all that kind of yeah. crap. Yeah. And, mm, and the theater was in between two churches. That. Those are some, I mean, that's pretty much what Those I are some found. big omens. Those are yeah. big this omens. This is all because of the movie. Um, well, and it wasn't like something that they made up. It was based off of it's a, a li- true exorcism yeah. of a yeah. little boy. It wasn't a little girl. It was actually it was a little, little boy. Was, yeah. Who was it? I know I wrote it down here. No, I didn't. Yeah, but it was a real life story. See, no. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, also no. in the other exorcism, the exorcism of Emily Rose, because you know how there was an exorcism. Oh, I've, oh my yeah, God. Every time I watch too. that one, like something happens. So in that one, there was, watch it. there was two things as well. So in that, in the Emily Rose one, so the lady that would play Emily Rose, her name is Jennifer Carpenter. Um, she reportedly felt like she was being followed around the set. Also, at one point, um, she said an entity followed her home. And then also while they were like filming, the radio would turn itself on in the middle of the night and and it would happen several nights in a row Um, and it would always play the same song. So the song that it would start playing was Pearl Jam's Alive and the part that it would always turn on was a part of the song that says I'm Still Alive. (gasps) And it didn't just happen to her, it would happen to her and some of the cast and crew. The same song? The same song (gasps) at the same time. Oh, hell no. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I remember when me and Tim were living with his grandparents, um, I think we were like trying to pick a movie to watch and like we just picked a random one and uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose was one of them. And we were just watching it and then like we started hearing stuff in his grandparents' house. Yeah, and I told him just turn off the movie. And for some reason, I can sit down and watch The Exorcist. Like literally, like I grew up watching that with my grandpa. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I could watch it like nothing. But for some reason, with The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I that was a whole different I, kind. Yeah, when I watched that one, like I start hearing stuff or like feeling like there's something watching me or like something starts happening. Like what happened with your dad when he put it on TV? Like when he said so that y'all he put arguing? it on when we were living in the in the Valley Roadhouse. He put it on and right before he put it on, me and my sister. We're like, oh, let's go make cookies. And we were fine all day long. Like, we were fine. Then all of a sudden, he puts it on, and we just started arguing, like, in the kitchen. Like, like for no reason. For no reason. Over cookies. Like, we just, like, yeah. started going at each other. And he was like, okay, I'm turning this movie off. Like, it just, like, started feeling like 
like not anxiety but like there's that dark feeling yeah it was just like a heavy yeah. like feeling so and everyone mm-hmm. started getting like on their toes and like you know everyone was on the on the edge, on the edge. it was yeah mm-hmm. that's why i don't because my stepmom's the same way like i don't like either like i don't like to put like scary movies or stuff like that mm-hmm. if it's like you know what what is that one the like paranormal activity oh, yeah, or yeah. things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's different. But if, if it's like actual, yeah, if it's like actual, like those kind of movies, <clears throat> I'm like, I don't want to put them I feel on. Like I'm not, I'm not really scared of movies. Like I can watch The Conjuring, whatever. Like literally, I'm sitting there watching. Oh, it, I fell like, asleep whatever. watching that movie. Yeah, like <laughs> to me, they're whatever. But like when you're watching something that you know has happened, like exorcisms and stuff, that people get possessed by these demons, then that's why people start getting so scared. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of any other movie that they had to pass out barf bags. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. For the barf, they used pea soup. So Ew. <laughs> not pea, but like pea soup. soup yeah, that's why it looked it all look nice like, and green. Yeah. <laughs> But also, too, like, for the Barfax, like, back then, that was, like, a movie that's, like, that no yeah. one had ever have done before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I, that's my mom so... is, like, terrified of that movie. She cannot watch it. Like, really? cannot hear about it. Nothing. <laughs> She's terrified. And I remember, too, long, like, they actually, when they did the remake with the deleted scenes, mm-hmm. well, it wasn't a remake. They um, brought it back to the movie theater with, yeah. like, deleted scenes where she was, like, crawling down the stairs upside down oh, and yeah. stuff. They had cut that off. My dad, like, pretended to crawl like that towards me and my mom. And I was, like, <laughs> shaking so bad. I cried. My mom had to give me, like, a spoonful of sugar because I was like shaking scared. so bad mm-hmm. I was so scared mm-hmm. but I think that too like when you go and see a movie like with already that mindset like oh my god I'm scared I'm scared I'm scared yeah. like yeah like like Ash like if we forced Ashley to go see one of those movies I feel like you would sit there and I throw would, up or pass out yeah <laughs> like yeah. I would be like so scared I'd probably like be shaking like yeah. and I wouldn't like, know if how you to know, come out if of it. you know you can't handle these movies don't go see them yeah, yeah. don't go try to be tough and There's, watch I mean, it with your friends mm-hmm. if you're gonna faint or something yeah yeah. Fun fact, though, that was the first movie that I ever cussed in front of my dad in. <laughs> oh, wow. Because <laughs> my grandma, she's always like, she's always been like, don't be scared of it. You know, don't be scared of ghosts. Like, you just need to, like, you know, stand your ground, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So she put that movie on and we were all like, it was a bunch of my cousin stuff. We were watching it. She's like, y'all need to not be scared of it. So she put it on. So me and my dad are sitting there and we were watching the extended one. Right. And so when she started walking down the stairs, I had my pillow like this because I was all scared. Oh. And then I like looked at her because she was walking down the stairs and I was all, fuck that. <laughs> like I put the pillow over my dad looks at me and I was like, oh, sorry. And he's like, that's fine. It's fine. It's appropriate. I was like, oh, my God. It's appropriate. Yeah. The movie. Like, fuck that shit. Hell no. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then after that, I was like, grandma, I can't. So I went to the to the bedroom and I just like put oh, headphones on or something just <laughs> waiting there. Yeah, I can't do this. I was anymore. like, I can't watch it. I was like, I cannot. But then she also lived by a cemetery. Oh, yeah. I remember you told me. Yeah. And so I was just like afterwards, my cousins were like, let's go outside. And I was like, nope. I'm going to stay right in here. Oh, my God. So speaking of cemeteries, I don't want to get off topic, but when we were driving through or driving to Amarillo, we drove through this town and literally like right smack in the middle of the town next to all these houses. There's a cemetery randomly there. I don't I forgot what town we were in. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. There's like a cemetery here. I don't remember seeing this (laughs) the last time I drove through here. Oh, my God. Like there's people like right next door outside, like playing in the snow and like there's random cemetery. That would so be me. Like if I live next to a cemetery, just like barbecuing outside (laughs) to it. Yeah. But yeah, but, like, okay. That was my what I found on the exorcist and the exorcism. I just put them together because I figured it's kind of 
Yeah. It goes together. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. I mean, mine too, because I'm, I'm talking about the conjuring, but you can't really talk about the one conjuring. You have to talk about yeah. the other one. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, so last episode, I was I said something like, next week, we're going to do exorcism. <laughs> like playing around. Oh, yeah. And I did the exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> you did it on purpose, so you did. Yeah, I chose it. <laughs> but, um... So the conjuring, like if y'all didn't know, the first conjuring is based off of the it, I mean, it's loosely based kind of like there's some stuff that they change, but it's based on the parent family. So that's where the movie The Conjuring is um, the first one, not the second one, just the first one. So it was, I think, in 1970 with the real family like this all went down. But um, for the movie. What I found was there was a whole, there's like a whole bunch of crap that happened. And it's kind of like weird because some of like, like the directors, two of the writers, I think, and the guy that played um, Ed Warren in the movies, mm-hmm. he's very like, they were very skeptical or they were very like, and eh, this is nothing like, you know, it's fine. But the Ed Warren guy, the, the guy that played Ed Warren, he started like after a while started believing it. But he always like says like, well, I'm not scared of it. I'm just like aware of it. Like I know that yeah. it happens. So one thing that happened, one of the first things they talk about is in the, I think it was the second movie, The Conjuring 2, Joey King that in the movie, she Joey King, she plays the little girl. She, for some reason, after like two weeks of filming, she had like mysterious bruises all over her body. And um, they thought like, oh, well, she's a child actor because in the movie she does it kind of like thrown around and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, well, she was, you know, doing stunts and stuff. But in the movies, I don't know if it's every movie, but in this one, no child actor does their own stunts. They always bring in some like another stunt person to do it. So they don't mm. at all do stunts. So there's no way that she could have like gotten. All these bru- yeah. But she had them like all over her body. And um, for her, she said that it didn't really like hurt her or anything. And after a while, they went away. But it freaked her out because she didn't know where these bruises were coming from. Like they were mm. on her legs, her feet, her hands, like all over. And it was like creepy. It was almost like what happened to the mom in the movie. Yes. How she was getting all those bruises. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty much. And then I think it happened to one of the other characters, but it doesn't touch on that. It mostly just says her. (laughs) But after a while, like, you know, they went away and everything. But for the first two weeks of filming, like, she got bruises all over. So Patrick Wilson is the guy that plays um, Ed Warren in the movie. So he said, and I tried looking for the video, but I couldn't find it. It says that they were in this big old, like, you know how they make movies on the Warner Brothers studio thing? Mm -hmm. So it literally looks like a big old warehouse. And there's no windows or anything like that. There's just, like, the big old, like, garage-looking door thing. Well, that was even closed. And they have, like, they had, like, kind of like how Drew's um, closet is right here. But they had those big old industrial curtains, Mm -hmm. like those heavy, heavy drapes. Well, those started moving like by themselves. And there was no windows open. There was no fans on, no nothing. It just started like swaying. Like if somebody was moving it like this. Those drapes are heavy. Yes. And they said it was like if someone was behind them going like this. Wow. There was nobody. And the Patrick Wilson guy apparently caught it like on camera. Like he was, you know, filming like, oh, behind the scenes thing. But I couldn't find the video. Like he doesn't, no one posted it or anything like that. Yeah. And then I'm going to butcher this name because I always butcher. But I love her so much. She's so great. Um, 
Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, she's the girl who played Lorraine Warren. Mm -hmm. Um, So she said, and I thought hers was honestly the scariest because I was like, what the hell? So she experienced a whole lot of stuff. So right when um, she started talking to the director, when she was thinking about taking the film or not, Mm she went home and it, she says it was right after she had the meeting with the director about the movie and about her playing it and everything. She went home and she saw three digital like claw marks across her computer screen. Like when she opened it, she's like, I didn't drop it. She's like, none of my kids used it. Like it was just three claw marks like on her. It was digitally like it didn't crack it. Yeah. But just like slashes like across her um, computer screen. And then she would wake up every morning around three or four o'clock. And it started right after she like took the movie, like from the day that she started to the day that the movie was finished, she'd always wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. And apparently that happened to one of the writers too. Like he would wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. But the interesting thing is, is that in the conjuring two, I think it's the conjuring two. They have like, supposedly there's a witch in that movie that, dies around that time so she would wake up around that same time that that witch like died um and then this was a scare the scariest part i was like oh my god so those claw marks that were on her computer screen um i don't know if it was at the end of the first conjuring or during the second but um she actually got claw marks on her thigh Like it wasn't like a, you know, like scratches, but it was like deep bruises, but it was the exact same three claw marks that were on her computer screen from the first time. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. And she, I found like a YouTube and maybe we can post it like later on the um, page, but I found a YouTube and she shows it like she took a picture of it and it's literally like across her thigh and it's just like three claw marks like on her thigh, Wow. which I thought was like creepy. And then, um, so she would tell the director like some of these things, right? But he was very kind of like not not whatever. interested. He was Dismissing like, it's fi- it. yeah. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. Like you know, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, so her, I think hers was like the creepiest one. But um, going back to Patrick Wilson, he says that he when he started kind of like being aware of it and knowing like okay, like something weird is happening. Um, they don't have any kids, him and his wife, like they don't have kids. And so he said that on like two or three occasions, he had like guests over to his house and that his guests would tell him like, Hey, like we hear children laughing, like in your house, Oh my God. like they, they would hear children like or so, and they don't have kids. Like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? I don't know I don't what's know. worse. Like hearing somebody like pacing back and forth in your house, and, like hearing adults like talking in your house or hearing kids. I feel like hearing kids. children is like the most creepiest yeah. thing ever. Like I hate baby <laughs> Especially laughs. Especially when you don't have any. I like, love baby laughs. <laughs> I mean, I love them, but like if I'm like not near a baby and I hear one, I'm like, what the fuck? Where's that <laughs> yeah. coming from? I feel like like hearing like the ghost kids are more scary just because you're like, what is that? Like, oh my God. No. Um, I only have like a couple more. So um, the actress, I can't say her name, Pierre Coswell, I think. So um, she would wake up the same way. So she played um, Andrea Perrin in the first movie. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the mom or the sister. I think it's the sister. Um, That she too would wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. But when she would wake up that she would, she felt like if somebody was watching her. You know, like she'd wake up and she could just have a feeling like, I feel like somebody's just like, you know, watching me. Yeah. And then 
this one was actually kind of creepy. So the movie's loosely based on the parent family. Like it was a real haunting, like, um, I don't know if in the real, cause in the movie, the mom kind of gets like possessed mm-hmm. in the first one, but in the set, I don't know if she actually really did in real life. I'm, I'm not I sure. Don't I don't think, think she did. I don't think she did. I think they threw that in there, but mm-hmm. I don't think in real life she did. So it was just like a lot of weird, you know, things happening like um, in the real family. So they actually had the real family visit the set this one day. And so what had happened was that when they were going, they, for some reason, there was like this huge gust of like wind that came through like the studio thing. And the mom... The, the actual mom, like she was, wa- I don't know how she, she was like walking and then that wind like started coming like through and she lost like her balance and she fell and she actually broke her hip. Oh my so, God. So yeah. And so she wow. wasn't able to continue like going like over there. Um, but those were the only ones that I could find like on that one. And I think on the second one, let me see. Um, in the second movie. The second one was actually about the... The second conjuring, right? Yeah. The yeah, conjuring, that one yeah. was actually about an exorcism. Yeah. Somebody that, being possessed. Yeah. So that one is kind of like, um, like a lot of people on that one would say that they would wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. And that one was where the, the second one is that witch or whatever that mm-hmm. died like in there. Um, and the second one was Joey King. She found like all those bruises and stuff like that, like on her. Um, no one else really on that one would say much. Like it, I got a lot of it mostly from the first movie because I'm thinking, I don't know if the second one, it's not really like a real life kind of story. Right. Or is it the second one? The second oh, one. yeah. That one it is. Yeah. It's based okay. off of a true story. OK, because I couldn't find a whole lot like on that one. I guess maybe some. Well, they did have a priest come for mm-hmm. that one. I know they had one for the second one, but I think it was kind of like yours. Like they kind of like came after they kind of started Halfway. filming. Yeah. This one, they had a priest like. All the time. On set. Yeah, on set. probably yeah. because it, they That's were crazy. dealing with, you know, actual exorcism or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that one is based off. Um, I have Ed and Lauren Warren's, one of their books that they wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about that. That one too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so moral of the story is um, bring a priest to um, bless your sets and uh, be careful what you do. Because bring a priest to all your family <laughs> events. <laughs> so next time we have to bring a priest over here. <laughs> yes. And bring lots of holy no, water. No, I'll just bring my stuff. <laughs> I, I, I do cleansings. I could do it. But oh. like the, because I haven't seen, any, I haven't seen the exorcism. I haven't seen the conjuring or the conjuring two fully. All three of those I have not seen fully. I always watch them like through my fingers <laughs> or I either have to, I'm weird. I have to either, either close my ears and watch it mm-hmm. or close my eyes and hear it. I can't do both because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, mm-mm, I can't do it. But so, I've never so seen. <laughs> I've never seen. If like, I close my eyes, I would, would you say if I close my eyes? If, if I close your eyes, yeah. you can hear it. But if you close your ears, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. But I can't. You do can't both. sit there and do both. No. <laughs> so, so when you're closing your ears and watching it, do you just picture like girly little voices, voiceovers, kind of? Or what hello, I do is like hello. I'll plug my ears with like my either these fingers or like my middle fingers because they're fatter. <laughs> Oh my god! So I can't hear it very well, and then like I'm watching the TV, but I kind of like look down, like to the bottom of the TV where I could barely see it, and I'm just like, okay, and then I'll go, 
<laughs> like slowly look up like oh my god and then I'll just sit there so I've never seen those movies well like, no actually the other day when, we're, when I had on um, Ghost Adventures you were sitting there and you were sitting down watching it and like the intro well, just the intro scared you <laughs> she was oh sitting my. there eating she was all like with putting stuff in her mouth she was like this and then she jumps She's with Ghost Adventures, Ghost Adventures, just yeah. just the intro <laughs> where he says, "I was a believer." I. You know, you know the part. You know the part where they have like that demon or ghost girl like go up to the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that part. That's the part that she jumped <laughs> up on. <laughs> and then and I started me, eating faster. Me and Nick are sitting there watching her and just cracking up. <laughs> it's not even ten seconds into the show. I know. She didn't even say anything. She just went. <laughs> and she froze and then she just started eating faster <laughs> where are we gonna go go hunting with you eating lots of snacks oh, Lord. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring some earplugs just in case we're gonna be like, Ashley Ashley you're gonna be walking over there <laughs> yeah be exciting but I did I did watch a little bit of the that Emily Rose one but it's the same thing I've never seen all of them like full on through Emily Rose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was just really, like, it's the same way. Like, it just freaked me out. Like, these freak me out, but I think because it's more so, like, purposefully, like, you know, they're purposely trying to scare you with things. But then it also kind of freaks me out because it's a real, like, based on a real thing. But exorcisms, I hate them. I don't like them at all whatsoever. The first one, it's like, they're kind of funny to me. It's kind of funny to me now because everything looks fake. Really? But now that... Technology is getting so like they make it look real. Yeah, like, now it's getting like oh shit, maybe I will get scared this time. Like, but I don't. Like when I was researching, I put um top ten um haunted movie sets or something, uh-huh. and I click on the first link, and the first picture that pops up is the, the freaking exorcist face, her and I was just like up. seriously. <laughs> I was like, that would be the dang first picture. Oh I hated it. I was like, scroll, I'm scroll. I'm choking and laughing. Because I could just imagine you like throwing stuff at your camera. I mean, throwing stuff at your screen. And I'm, I'm gonna like, make, I'm going to make that your contact pic on my phone. <laughs> oh, Rude. my God. <laughs> Rude. But yeah. Oh, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, thanks. I could just imagine you like, holy shit. <laughs> While you're at work, <laughs> then your boss walks in. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. I'm totally working. I'm right totally now. working hard. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. So my story or my story, ugh, my research. Um, I decided to dive into the Poltergeist one, two, and three. Ooh. And I even found some stuff on the remake. I don't know if you know, but they remade it. Yeah, I am able to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Yay! Well, you're probably not going to one. after this. Oh, great. <laughs> So going to be our homework. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the poltergeist is actually based around a curse. Yeah. It's kind of like the exor- the exorcist. Um, a, lot of pe- a lot of people died. A lot of the actors and a lot of stuff happened. So um, the movie Poltergeist was released um, in 1982. It was directed by Toby Hooper and it was produced and co-written by Steven Spielberg. Um, and it was staring, it was starring Craig T. Nelson, who played the father, Steve, Joel Beth Williams, who played Diane, which is the mother, Dominique Dune, um, who played Dana, the teenage daughter, and then Oliver Robbins, who played Robbie, the eight year old son. And then of course, um, Heather, I can't say her last name, O'Rourke, is it O'Rourke? O'Rourke. 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 Heather O'Rourke, who played Carol Ann, um, when she was just five years old. So just a little like summary of it for those of you who haven't watched it, which 
I'm sure you have. But it's basically about a, a California family who start um, experiencing hauntings in their home. Um, they cabinets start moving, chairs start moving on their own. The mom, she finds a certain, I guess, energy point in the kitchen where Caroline's um, able to somebody, somebody or some kind of force is like moving her across the room. So basically they're experiencing poltergeist. Something unexpected happens um, to their son, Robbie. So they're kind of distracted with that. And when they come back inside, their daughter's gone. So they reach out to a paranormal research group to help them find Caroline. So that's basically what the whole story is about them trying to get their daughter back so let's get down into the meats of everything Mm -hmm. so there's a scene in the movie which i'm sure you remember and it's the part where diane the mom when they move into the new house after they leave the first one when they Mm -hmm. get her daughter their daughter back so when they move into their new house you know the part where she's like blow drying her hair and like yes so um where she can't find the daughter and she screams the pool because there's a pool in the backyard that's not fixed yet or whatever. So she runs outside to the pool. She falls, she slips and falls into the pool because it's all like wet and muddy and like all these skeletons start popping out. Yes. Well, they're real skeletons. (gasps) Shut up. Really? They're real skeletons. So, Ew. so the crew opted out on using fake ones because it was more expensive. (gasps) So to save on money, they use real skeletons of real dead people. How the hell is a fake skeleton well, more expensive? I no. guess like all of like the work, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, it's props. Yeah. So like it's more expensive. The hell's wrong you're, with them? You're paying for people to like make this stuff. So to save on money, they use real skeletons for that scene. And I don't know if, if it was just that scene because towards the end of the movie where all of like the skeletons, the coffins Pop and up. stuff popping out. I don't know if it's like Every skeleton in that scene, I'm assuming. Yeah. It wasn't just that pool scene. It was... Well, because they looked... Yeah. So so Joe Beth did not know that they were real until after she saw she got her um, scene shot. Yeah. No. So then after <gasps> yeah. he decided to tell them. Oh yeah. So they God. say that this is why the poltergeist curse... The poltergeist curse was born was because they used... Real, real human bones and they disturb the dead mm. so for nature to run its course this curse was born on the movie set well wow. yeah yeah the hell <laughs> could have at least like placed them back it's just i mean it's it would be different you know what i mean like if you like i know there's like a a case out there of this one guy where like people used his body as a prop but they didn't know that he was a real human like they they thought that he was a prop so it would be different if like they didn't know yeah you know what i mean like if somebody lied and been like yeah they're props but then later find out oh shit like they're real humans yeah it's real Mm -hmm. human bones that we're using no they purpose they did on purpose like they purposely used they could have like did to something. save on money for budget. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They I know. brought it on themselves. So, actor Oliver Robbins. Um, this is the guy who played Robbie in the first movie at eight years old. So there's a part in the movie where he, I'm sure you remember this part, where he um, get, gets strangled by the clown. Ah. Well, um, obviously it was like a, it's, it was an animatronic, you know, machine or whatever. But he was actually, there's this scene that they show him. Um, getting strangled and that was real no so um, he said that the way they shot the sequence 
that, of course, they don't have special effects as they use now. So the actual, the, the clown was, you know, a, a robot. And he was kind of leaning against the clown. And then they he wrapped its arms around his neck. Well, Steven Spielberg, when he was watching it through the screen, he said, well, Robbie said that, or the guy that plays Robbie said that, um, Oliver, he said that he felt the... Um, the, the hands get tied around his neck and he couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And so he started struggling. Well, Steven noticed that through the camera. So he went out and ran and grabbed Oliver away from the machine. He was really choking in real life. <gasps> oh, my, oh my gosh. Yeah. So he said to Oliver said, I don't know what would have happened if Steven didn't realize that I was truly Choking. Choking or suffocating. He was like, I don't know what could have happened. Maybe I wouldn't be here now. Thank God that he like realized and saw the signs. And and Steven said, Steven Spielberg said, you know, I saw the horror in his face. Like I knew that that was an acting. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Dang. So shortly after the release of the film in 1982, Dominique Dune, who played the teenage daughter, she's mm-hmm. the one that had the big old huge hickey at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah <laughs> so... She was strangled to death by her abusive ex-boyfriend in her home in 1982. So she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And this was um, a little bit after the film was released. Actor Richard Lawson, who played the videographer in the movie. um, Yeah. He's he's the black guy, the one that was... Okay, so fun fact about him. He's actually um, Beyonce's stepfather as of 2015. Really? Yeah. So this, what happened to him, it was more of like a coincidence, but people still connect this to the curse. So um, he was part, he was in a plane crash in 1992 that claimed lives of 27 people out of 51 passengers on board. So what happened to him is he actually ran into a fan while he was boarding, took pictures with this fan, gave his autograph. The fan was like, I'm so, you know, I'm such a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the movie, blah, blah, blah. So as to be nice, um, what Richard decided to do was tell him, you know what, go ahead and take my first class seat. You know, this is my gift to you. You can take my first class seat. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead and take it. You know what I mean? Like, you're awesome. You know, thank you for supporting my movie. Thank you for for being a fan. Here, take my... So they swap seats. Uh Uh-huh. Well, the fan was the one that died. And he lived. So they say, like... Because he cheated, he's, he cheated death, yeah. But people, a lot of people don't consider this as part of the curse. A lot of people say it's more of a coincidence, but mm-hmm. it's too close to home to be like, no, it's not part of the curse. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he could have died, but he yeah. didn't. So, yeah. So that's just all from the first movie. Well, he didn't die because he was nice to the skeletons and probably did something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Poltergeist 2 came out in 1986 and this one was directed by Brian Gibson. Um, so this one, pretty much the Freelings, they move out, they're in a new house, they're in a new town. Um, there are some paranormal investigators that are actually investigating where their home used to be. They end up finding like this underground chamber and there's there's this guy, he's a paranormal investigator. His name is Taylor. He's an Indian. He ends up finding out that there is a demon that's actually going after Caroline. And so pretty much all of the activities back at their new home. So yeah. that's what they're trying to do, trying to get rid of whatever's going after her again. So Will Sampson, um, who is a real life shaman who portrayed Taylor, the medicine man in the sequel, performed an actual exorcism on the set of the film to get rid of any sites. He said that he felt like there is presence of like aliens there. 
<laughs> like alien spirits, like what? Not like aliens, like the green people, like just unknown spirits Different. there on yeah. set. That's how he explained Foreign. it. So he did an actual exorcism on set, um, and he is a real life shaman. So he played like a shaman in the, in yeah. the movie, but he's a real life shaman, and like he was feeling different presence on the set. So like whenever everybody left home, he did like his own ritual and stuff to try to do an exorcism. Well, he died a little bit over a year after the film's release from complications associated with a heart and lung transplant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Julian Beck, he's the guy that played Kane. He's the weird looking old man that the, the Rev- Reverend Kane, he's yeah. the one that per- portrays the beast. Yeah. Um, so they say that his death isn't usually attributed towards the poltergeist curse um, because he had been battling cancer while he was filming the movie. Mm-hmm. And he died a few months before the film premiered in 1985. But they still oh. add him as like the number of people that died while filming the, the yeah. movie. So they still kind of consider it as part of the death because he had been fighting cancer so long. Yeah. And then right before the movie was going to release, he died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sad. So Poltergeist 3 was released in 1988. This was directed by Gary Sherman. So this one, Caroline actually moves in with her aunt and her uncle in Chicago. And then she's also there with her cousin. Um, They live in this huge like skyscraper building that's super tall with like all these glass windows or whatever. She attends this school for special children because a lot of these children say that they have gifts. So she ends up seeing like this counselor and he puts her in like a hypnosis state to make her because what happened to her in um, the first and second movie, she like pretty much blocked those memories. And so he gets her to regain those memories back, like makes her remember and will those spirits end up finding her again. Oh, so they great. go back they go back to try to get her. So it's about her aunt, her uncle and her cousin like dealing with all of this stuff. So during the film of Poltergeist 3, actress Zelda Rubston, she's the little lady that plays the um, psychic medium that says, This house is cleansed. Oh yeah, that lady. So um she there is a photographic light blur that occurred during one of her scenes. And she said that she knows that that's the exact moment that her mother passed away. So while she was filming that scene, right after she got a phone call that her mother passed away. And but she said while she was filming it, like this strange light like came towards her face and she thought maybe like a light bulb bursted or something. And then like moments after she got the phone call, her mother died. So she thinks that it was her mom letting her know like. Like staying, her, staying by to her. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I got chills when you said I that. Know. I know. That one's, that one's sweet. Um, so the, project, the production of part three was also an explosive one. As um, There's a part in the garage um, where there's fake ice poured onto the um, props. And a bunch of cars ignited into flames. And this actually... So a lot of, a lot of like the crew members thought that this was part of the movie. And it wasn't. So there is fake ice on all these cars and it actually ignited the cars and made the cars blow up. So three members of the crew got um, super injured. Um, there is also a flyer that chased everybody. So what? when when the cars blew up, there is like a flame of like a ball of fire, a ball of fire 
that start flying around the garage. And literally, like, when the they said that when the firefighters got there, that he witnessed it happen, it happening, and he was able to, like, burn out the fire. And it was, like, a piece of metal or something that, like, flew from one of the cars. But a lot of the witnesses say that it 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 couldn't have been... I mean, like, what kind of ball of fire will, like... Chase people. Fly, fly around and, like, chase people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like... A lot of witnesses say that there's people running away from it and it was ch- literally like chasing them around the garage. Oh, oh dang. My God. Yeah. Mm-mm. So the saddest one is the death of Heather O'Rourke. Um, she had an unexpected death in 1988. Most people commonly said that she is also a victim of the poltergeist curse. So she had been diagnosed with Crohn's disease earlier in life, but that turned out to be a misdiagnosis. Um, she had a bowel obstruction. So it turned out that she had a bowel obstruction that caused um, septic shock. Unfortunately, the symptoms of the shock were incorrectly attributed to the flu and not immediately treated. So that caused her to die at the age of 12. Oh, my God. So my baby. As the obstruction released the toxins into her bloodstream, into her bloodstream, she, um, that's how she died. So like, it was just mixed diagnosis on her part, um, about what happened to her. And then, so she was able to, she completed her filming on the third installment. I think it was just like the ending that she wasn't able to complete. I don't, have y'all seen part three? I haven't seen part three. So at the end of it, um, she's walking out, her uncle's carrying her. And um, he's carrying a little girl, but they never show her face. Well, Mm -hmm. they had to find a stunt double for her because she filmed all of the major parts of the movie, but she didn't get to film the ending because she Mm -hmm. died while they were still filming. Um, So they had to find a stunt double for her to finish that. Um, And I think they were supposed to make a part four, but because she passed away, they just, they let it go. They, they stopped filming it. Yeah. Um, So um, also too, what I found out today was author James James Ken. Um, he was actually novelizing the movie, so he turned the movie into like a novel. And he said, um, while he, while he was finishing the project, that a lightning bolt struck into the building of his home. And this was like literally right when he was finishing up the project. He was facing the air conditioner unit, and it blew across the room, and the lightning struck. And it almost hit him, but he was able to move himself out of the way. And he said that all of the lights turned off in his house. And then when the lights turned on, um, all of his video games and stuff that he had set up started playing on their own. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my Jeepers. Yes, yes, yes. Um, What else? Oh, so they remade The Poltergeist in 2015. Um, this was directed by Gil Keenan. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but he also directed Monster House. Oh. And he was up for a, no- yeah. a nomination on the Monster House. So um, they kind of changed up the storyline a little bit. There wasn't anything like tragic that happened, but there was paranormal activity. And a lot of people say this was more self-inflicting on his part. So the location for the house during the shoot... Um, he chose it because there was strange and unnecessary field at that house. So like people were already saying that this field or like this location was haunted. So that's why he purposely picked this location. Way to go, dude. And so during during the set, there was like light bulbs that would like randomly burst on their own, put it in a brand new light bulb in and they would like burst on their own. Also, the house that he was renting um, to stay in was haunted. Um, which he knew that, and it was haunted by a lady in black. 
And he said that he would feel her, he would see her, but when he was done filming and he went back to LA, of course she didn't follow him back home, but that's what he reported out. So a lot of people say that this was on purpose. Like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Almost like he was hoping something would happen. happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's probably why like there wasn't that that much with that one because they were probably like, no, like if we give him what he wants, like it's going to make this movie even more bigger like spirits mm-hmm. aren't stupid mm-hmm. they're like Mm-mm. like no and one more thing i i forgot <laughs> to mention i didn't put it in my notes but i remember on top of my head joe beth um she said that when she was filming i can't remember if she said the first or the second film she said that there is like this picture that she had in the hallway of her home and every time she would come back home from filming it would be like slanted mm-hmm. it would be crooked and then she would fix it she would leave to work come back home and then it would be crooked again all the way up until she finished, like, completed filming the movie. But I can't remember if it was the first or second one. But she was like, well, maybe it was because I slammed the door and it moved. Yeah. But well, when she day. wasn't filming, it was fine when she would leave and come back. It was only when she was leaving filming. to go to set and then come back home, it would be moved. Yeah. Wow. Mm-mm. I know. So that's the Poltergeist curse. No, thanks. Did you like that one? <laughs> Don't mess with that stuff, guys. Like, <laughs> well, I'm just like, you made, not only made a second one, but you made a third one. And, and you a remake. Remade, and you yeah. remade it. I'm like, like holy shit. <laughs> did you not learn the first three times? You had to go make another one? Like, <laughs> I, I feel so sad for Heather, like, when she died. Yeah, and then sad. also... um the other one, the one that got strangled by her yeah. um, boyfriend. Sister. Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. See, I wonder, like, because even the poltergeist, like, it's... Dominique. That's her name, Dominique. It's not like a... Because with this one, with the, the conjuring, like, no one really died. And this is based off of, like, an actual story. But, I mean, all of them pretty much are. But it's like, I feel like that one, yours, the exorcist, was, like, the worst. And then yours, you had actually people die and then this one is like, no one really died. Like just strange stuff, like happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like it makes me wonder, like why didn't they, why didn't stuff like this happen with this these two movies? And they're literally based on real stuff that happened. And then like tragic stuff happened with those. Yeah. But then I also mm-hmm. wonder if it's the time period, too. Could be. Because those are older Well, like, movies. in the 80s, too, yeah. if you think about it. Like, the 80s, it was, like, super popular with Satanism and all these different cults and stuff that came out. Yeah. So, that was, like, a huge thing back in the 80s. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what yeah. if, like, because of all that stuff going on, like, in the world and everything, it just, like, pretty much opened up, like, this big old portal Is Because everybody wanted to believe it. Yeah, because everyone was, like, messing around with it, getting Ouija boards, doing this, yeah. doing that. True. Ouija and, boards are big. Yeah. And then it freaks me out because, like, um, what is it? Like, witchcraft and everything is becoming more popular nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't you go starting shit like that again. Like, mm-hmm. because it's just different. It's weird because y'all's were kind of around the same time back then. Yours even further. And crap yeah. like that happened. And with this one, it's just bruises and weird things and i mean yeah. yeah like you know the mom broke her hip and everything that sucks but it's like no one really died yeah like it's just weird it makes me wonder it makes me think like why like why back then and not now yeah because exactly. i to me well to me these movies are creepy as hell yeah. but <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's just it's weird like it mm-hmm. makes it's interesting it was probably just like a different time and different 
different but also too, vibe, I, too i think different they're entities more, yeah but the, these people are also more careful like they didn't use real crap like skeletons yeah see i think that's the whole reason why this movie was cursed in the first place is because they disturbed the dead yeah like why would that you use make sense like if that was my family member i would be pissed but what makes me more angry is that these are probably people that were like jane does or john does and nobody they were just like knows. here you go and like nobody claimed them you know what i mean so like some sick jerk that worked in in that in that field was like oh here here you can take these and just give me this much money it won't be that much but yeah. i can yeah. give you a discount Get these bodies off my hand. But what did they do with the bodies? I was after? just thinking that right now. Like, like did they return they at least them? Bury them? I don't, know. I don't think they they took their time out of their. I day mean, to for bury all them. we know, they sent them off to other sets and those directors and or screenplays didn't schools. even know. You know how schools yeah. have those bodies hanging there for oh like oh, medical, like the medical and stuff? uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that reminds me of that movie. You know that um, when was it? Like a couple years ago, they would show like the most gruesome movies. Like in the movie theater, it was like the ten worst movies that wouldn't they wouldn't. Sh- it was like scary movies. Did you mm-hmm. ever see those? Mm-hmm. It was like the rated like XRXRXR. <laughs> like it would. It wasn't like you know. It was too mm-hmm. creepy to show in theaters. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And there was one like that where it was like a medical thing, and they used real cadaver bodies. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, like real dead people. So, um, me and Tim are watching Top Five last night on YouTube, and I learned something about these uh, dummies that they um, use for the CPR classes. What? So in Spain, there is a body of a Jane Doe that was found, and the coroner, the guy that was in the coroner's office, he was so like infatuated with her face because the way she died, she died like kind of like with a smirk, and she was pretty. Like so, he made a cast of her face. And because he made a cast of her face, he displayed it. And then she became like super famous, like with this beautiful face because nobody knew who this woman was. Yeah. She was like this beautiful Jane Doe that died. And so like throughout the year or throughout the centuries, um, her the cast of her face was being remade. And I forgot how it, how exactly it went. I'll get more information and get more in details about it later. But basically her face ended up being made into a dummy for like the CPR classes. Wow. wow. Yeah. What? So the guy was like, so next time you're taking your CPR class, just think twice before you do it because this is the face of a Jane Doe that died in 19 whatever. (gasps) Yeah. I took a CPR class three years ago. Mm -hmm. You kissed the Jane Doe. I know. I was like, oh my God, I have to use those dummies. I didn't have to kiss it. (laughs) Yeah. Like they have you put like that mask thing. Yeah. The little mask thing. Yeah. You're all blowing. So we got... um, a story we did this was uh, we got it a while back but i was oh. actually saving it for this episode because this one's we called did. the it curse oh that one <laughs> <sighs> and this is this was sent to us by he wanted us to call him mc militia oh MC Magic. Oh, yeah. 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 MC Magic. <laughs> MC Magic. <laughs> so every, he says, every year for Halloween, I visit my mother in Laredo, Texas. I ask her to DVR all of the horror movies that are airing on cables. So I have something to watch. When I get there, I'm always excited to see the movies she was able to record for me. On this particular year, she recorded the original It with Tim Curry along with some other horror classics. My girlfriend, Mary, and I started watching the movie thinking nothing of it, really. She was sitting normal and I was laying down with my head on her lap. 
as the movie went on, a Burger King commercial came on. And during the commercial towards the end, they showed the meat on fire with their red balloon floating across with flames. Immediately, I jumped and asked Mary, did you see that? And her eyes widened and said, the balloon? So they both saw it. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. He said, we both saw it. Since it was DVR'd, we were able to rewind it and play back. But when we, were, when we did the playback, the balloon wasn't there. Did we both just see the same thing? Was this simultaneously? I don't know. In another instance, we were doing some horror movie shopping in our local CD exchange, kind of a hobby that we picked up. I noticed the movie It on DVD. Mary and I remembered the occurrence at my mom's and bought the movie anyway. I bought a total of eight movies, and as soon as I got home, I ripped the price tags off off of them. And while sitting on the carpet floor, Mary comes in and says, hey, you forgot one sticker. And I looked down at the DVDs and noticed that the price sticker was still on the It movie. And it was back on where I took it off. That night, I decided, what the heck, let's watch the movie. During the scene where they were in the tunnel and the group sees Georgie, we noticed a glowing light around the whole screen again. And we jumped up and looked at each other and thought, there's no way this can be happening again. We reminded, we rewinded the movie, and sure enough, it was gone again. I don't know what kind of connection we have to this movie. It's definitely something eerie and possibly evil. I think think of that the next time you watch the film. <laughs> See? What? <laughs> That's why I don't mess with clowns. <laughs> That's so why you don't mess with yeah. So um, I did write him back and I asked him if, if, if he's watched the movie since. And he said, of course I can. <laughs> he said, of course. Oh, he, I, he gave me permission, of course, to say, to say his story. Um, and he said, yes, we've, uh, he said, yes, we've seen it since then. And every time we do something weird always happens. And he went ahead and took a photo of like the movies that he bought that day. And the price tag is still on there. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so he tried removing the price tag again and it went back on. What? Yeah. Bro, holy water that shit. <laughs> like dump the whole thing on it. Mm. <laughs> Well, I think it's weird that every time he watches that movie, something happens, but it kind of reminded me of like how I am with the exorcism of Emily Rose. Every time I watch that movie, something happens. I just don't watch it. Because well, yeah. clowns are evil and disgusting. That's the picture. Don't be rude. <laughs> I hate oh. that movie. I don't know why, but like the new It movies, I was able to go and watch it. But I freak out each time with the Tim Curry one. I just, I don't like it. But the new ones, I think because it's like... He does. He's not creepy to me. Like they just they try too hard. I think I love Tim Curry. By the way, yeah, he's like I love Tim Curry. Like <laughs> he's just like creepy on his own. Yeah. Like he's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it's like it's not a clown that really looks like. I feel like the one in the new it they made him look creepy and scary. Tim they Curry's too much. yeah. Tim Curry's a regular old clown. I really yeah. like the remake right. though. Yeah, they're good. I yeah, like, they're good. Like I the second one did own. freak me out. Not gonna lie. You know, I used to be scared of clowns. My mom used to take me to McDonald's and I would cry. I'd be, I, fuck <laughs> that, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I was so scared. But I don't know where I just kind of like got this fascination and started. My aunt used to have like these little masks on the on her walls. I don't know if you know, like the little porcelain masks with the oh, little like yeah. color on their faces and they look mm-hmm. like clowns. And I just like got this fascination and I just like love dolls. I mean, dolls, clowns, clowns, clowns. Like, the dolls are tuning in. They're like, you love me. 
the the dolls from my grandma's house porcelain dolls yeah i'm going through this phase right now where i'm collecting like the horror movie pops and I have there's there's like this bun this bundle of um it's Jason Michael Myers and then it from the new the the new it that came uh-huh. out and I'm I'm gonna buy it. I was just waiting for my debit card to come in. <laughs> <laughs> now you have it. So like for Christmas, my mom was like, "Do you like pops?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm actually gonna start collecting all the horror movie pops." <laughs> Good. So when she gave me my present, she's like, "I couldn't get myself to buy you like those evil things." So she <laughs> bought me like the Shop of Horrors and like the uh-huh. Adams Family. I was like, "Oh, this is so good. This yeah. is all my collection." <laughs> they still match. I know it goes. She's like, "You just like your dad because my dad likes to collect toys, but he loves like all of like the." the villains like mm-hmm. he even has like this huge pop of um what's his name needle, the joker the needle head oh pinhead pinhead yeah pinhead. yeah he has this huge pop of pinhead and my mom's like yeah every time i clean the house i go buy all of his evil toys and i just spray holy water <laughs> she sprays them she sprays yeah. holy water she's like i'm gonna do i do that randomly at the house like yeah. if i'm like cleaning or something i get the little squirt bottle of holy water and i'm just squirting like all the entrances <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so if you have any stories you want to email us send them to us any kind of stories we don't care we want to hear them all creepy stories yes you can send it to us at scary not scary podcast at gmail.com dot com dot com visit our website at scary not scary podcast dot com dot com (laughs) dot com (laughs) she's like i did it once it's fine she's like fine i guess (laughs) we're forcing we're literally forcing her to go dot com Um, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow us on our Snapchats, mm-hmm. personal Snapchats. Mm-hmm. We tried doing the team Snapchat and it, it didn't work it out. It didn't work. No. Yeah. It was weird. Failed. It was yeah. weird. But we have like a group chat on Snapchat. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we send each other stuff. We have a group chat on everything. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you want to support us, become a Patreon visit our patreon page um tim's been working on some bonus episodes that i think he wants to upload soon he has a few ideas up his sleeve so yeah he'll be posting some stuff on there soon so look at our tiers and you can get all of our exclusive content exclusive yeah yes (laughs) <laughs> so if you want to become a Patreon donor, look at our tiers, become a Patreon. Um, this will help us get merch, get new equipment, help mm-hmm. Drew build on the studio, Nick get more programs for his drawings, drawings, drawings and then Tim more editing software, more editing and then um, video software too, because we're, we have our YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. So And we're coming out with more stickers soon. Yes, I'm really Aww. excited for this sticker. The Cheese Ball Girl is now going to be a sticker. So if y'all love the Cheese Ball Girl, <laughs> there you go. She uh, coming. She's going to be glittery. She's going to be glittery. I'm excited to see I know. her. I'm so, so excited. It's so cool. Yes. I should be able to pick them up next week. Or this week, actually. Oh, Sometime I'm this week. Yay! I'm going to cry. It's going to be awesome. So uh, we'll possibly be having another giveaway soon. Yeah. So, so y'all better do what we say. <laughs> <laughs> Please, say, I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> oh my god, 
but yes i think that's it i think we're done for today we Yay. hope you enjoyed it come mm-hmm. back next time and send us your stories send us your stories please send us stories send i'm even asking story. you come like, on literally like i want to hear y'all stories yeah I like i feel like and i know y'all are stuff. listening <laughs> just email us listening look even if you don't want to send us a gmail if y'all want to like message us on facebook you can do that too we'll take it even yeah. instagram we'll take it we'll yeah. take any kind of community if you want to write us a letter and mail it We'll take it. The, it's on the website. The address yeah. is on the website. Mm-hmm. It's I checked all on the, the mail. Website. I promise you, I checked the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I have Tim check the mail. <laughs> but yes. So I think that's it. Until next time, remember to always 